Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Kind friend, may I ask, how many of us have heard the following statements, or maybe we have made the statements ourselves? The Bible says, judge not. Wait a minute, you're judging me. Uh, Who gives you the right to judge anybody? For the next few moments, let's discuss the biblical teaching of judging. But first, a thank you to our Jay Webb and his kind words and his introductions, and greetings to each and every one of you. Thank you for joining us on our studies of the International Gospel Hour as we strive to look at matters within Scripture to help us make better decisions in life and to walk the way God would have us to go. Yes, sometimes our broadcast indeed challenges us, and that's what we need to do. The Scripture of God challenges us. 2 Timothy 3.16 says all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Did you notice a couple of those words? for reproof and for correction, those would be of a negative connotation to where we need to correct things within our lives. And so when we study the Word of God together, yes, we want to challenge ourselves. And indeed, the discussion of judging can form many thoughts and create a multitude of opinions. We're going to engage in this study in just a moment. But first, some study information from our J. Webb. We at International Gospel Hour appreciate our co-laborers at HouseToHouse.com, an outstanding website with topic research, free materials, and an excellent media section. Check it out today at HouseToHouse.com. That's HouseToHouse.com. Friends, first of all, let's look at the biblical definitions of judging. Now, when you research the word judging, there are actually nine definitions of the word. According to Vine's Expository Dictionary, it primarily denotes to separate, to select, or choose, or hence to determine, and so to judge or pronounce judgment. Look how it's used in the Scripture. In Matthew 7 and verse 1, it is to assume the office of a judge. In Acts 15 and verse 19, as well as Acts 16 verse 4 and Acts 21:25, it means to give sentence. In John 12:48, it means to condemn. In Luke 7 verse 43, John 7:24, Acts 4:19 and Romans 14:5, it means to form an opinion. So whenever one sees the word judge or judging in the text, it is important to keep the use of that word in its context for the meaning that is presented. Now, dear friends, when you think about it, there are some positive aspects of judging. How about John 7 and verse 24? Jesus says, Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. 
And when you look back in verses 17 through 19, it explains three fair judgments. Now again, listen to John 7:24. Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Now that tells me, folks, that there is some judging that is allowed. Now let's talk a little bit more. Think about the most quoted verse about judging in Matthew 7, verses 1 and 2. From the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, Judge not, that you be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Now, in this same context, drop down to verses 15 and 16. Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. The first part of verse 16 says, You shall know them by their fruits. I remember the late Brother Marshall Keeble used to say that we are all fruit inspectors. Now, dear friends, isn't it interesting that Jesus said, Judge not, but in verses 15 and 16, He said, You've got to make a judgment about a false prophet. You know them by their fruits. Well, that would be a righteous judgment, would it not? And in Matthew 7, 1 and 2, Jesus does not say not to judge. He says, Judge not that you be not judged. In other words, you are assuming the office of a judge, and a judge is fair in any case that he will hear. Then he reminds us with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. With the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. How about the Apostle Paul? Well, he judged, and it was done as a decree by Paul, Silas, and Timothy in Acts 16, verses 4 and 5. Concerning the Gentiles, Paul brought forth a judgment in Acts 21, verse 25. Listen to 1 Corinthians 5, 11 through 13. But now I have written to you not to keep company with anyone named a brother who is sexually immoral, or covetous, or an adulterer, or a reviler, or a drunkard, or an extortioner, not even to eat with such a person. For what have I to do with judging those also who are outside? Do you not judge those who are inside? But those who are outside God judges. Therefore, put away from yourselves the evil person. Well, how can they put themselves away or put away an evil person unless we make the judgment, but the righteous judgment has been stated. Simon the Pharisee made a decision, based on the options the Lord gave him concerning forgiveness. In Luke 7 and verse 43, Jesus' answer to Simon, Thou hast rightly judged. Simon, you made a right judgment. Now, folks, we have seen positive aspects of judging all through these verses. To conclude, well, simply put, one must use the Word of God to discern and to distinguish. That we take the Word of God and we see what is right and what is wrong and make a righteous judgment therein. Now, we're going to continue this thought in a moment to help us now deal with negative judging, but first, we want to pause here and mention our free online study through our friends at the World Bible School. You may find this of interest, and it's absolutely free. Our J-Web.
We have an exceptional online Bible course we'd like to offer. Like all our offerings, it is absolutely free and available through our friends at World Bible School. All you'll need to do is go to worldbibleschool.org and register. You'll be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. It's a great opportunity. And again, we offer a free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Please sign up today. And now, let's keep pursuing God's Word. Now, friends, let's consider the negative aspects of judging. And once again, we'll return to John seven twenty-two through 24 We're going to broaden the context to verse 14. Now, about the midst of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and taught, and the Jews marveled. They were amazed, saying, How knows this man letters, having never learned? Okay, there's an unfair judging of Jesus in verse 15. See, we know better. Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. He that speaks of himself seeks his own glory, but he that seeks his glory that sent him, the same is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. Did Moses, or did not Moses, give you the law, and yet none of you keep the law? Why do you go about to kill me? And then the people answered and said, You have a devil who goes about to kill thee. See, now they're making an unfair judgment, saying Jesus has a devil. In other words, folks, they did not know the facts. And this is the negative aspect and where judging is wrong. It is a judgment that is made due to the lack of knowledge. Jesus did one work, and they were amazed, or they even drew wrong conclusions, he affirmed in verse 21. So when we look at the text of Matthew 7, 1 and 2, keep the context there of how, due to one's self-righteousness, they condemn others, yet they ignore themselves. That's what Jesus explained in verses 3 through 5 of the same chapter. Simply put, dear friends, the judging that Christ condemns in Matthew 7 occurs when one does not know all the facts and has a lack of love. Let's spend the next few moments and say, how can we avoid negative judging? Well, James has much to say on that in James 1, 19 and 20, when he reminds us to be individuals who are swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. We need to hear. It's been said we have two ears and one mouth used accordingly. We need to also be aware of ourselves. Matthew 7 and verse 12, that golden rule that whatsoever we would that others do unto us, we do unto them. And in Galatians 6 and verse 1, to consider ourselves when we approach someone who has been overtaken in a fault or sin. And we need to also know the facts of a matter, dear friends, before we make a judgment call. In 1 Samuel 16 and verse 7, the judgment was made that David was not equipped to battle Goliath. But we are reminded that the Lord does not look on the outward appearance. He looks on the heart. You see, they didn't know all the facts. Proverbs 18.13 says, He that answers a matter before he hears it, it is folly and shame unto him. So, dear friends, if we fail to make a judgment that's based upon the Word of God and it's clear, well, we are in the wrong. But if we pass judgment on one not knowing all the facts, then we are wrong there too. 
The Bible is indeed the righteous word, and in it we see the criteria concerning judging. Dear friends, this is much to think about. And let's consider these matters and think on these things to make certain we have all the facts and we know what God's Word says concerning the matter. We'll continue our studies together another time. Shall we do so? But thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com.